atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for August the 14th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Yeah, FBI agents raided convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein's Virgin Islands home. How come it took him so long? They've known about this pedophile for quite some time, and really it demonstrates a massive cover-up. Has the FBI been in the cover-up? Are they going to cover it up now? Are they really going to get to the bottom of it and bring it all out and be transparent? Or is this really they're going to go in, collect everything, and then make it all, what, classified or or uh, put a gag order or who knows what? But you know what? The history of the FBI is not so good, ladies and gentlemen. Sad to say, but true. Rogue agents are certainly ruining the stew, to say the least. We also talked about Donald in his tweet, never has the press been more inaccurate, unfair, or corrupt. We're not even fighting the Democrats. Those guys are easy, says President Trump. We're fighting the seriously dishonest and those in the lamestream media. They're totally crazy. Make America great again, President Trump tweets. Judge rejects NPR's motion to dismiss a defamation lawsuit. Yeah, it all goes back to the Seth Rich case, ladies and gentlemen. Are you allowed to report? Are you allowed to say what you want? Why the defamation? Why the abuse whenever you bring up Seth Rich? Why not just say, hey, you think there's something to it? We don't. We're letting it go. Well, they got to sue people and shut people down and stop people and everything else. Because why? I say because there's more than meets the eye. That's why. Tucker Carlson follows the Fox News tradition as taking a sudden vacation when faced with criticism. It's kind of an interesting twist. We also talked about Janine Pirro, sadly. You know what? Her Fox Nation show has never really come back, so what's up with that? Again, I believe conservative folks are being purged from the media. Modern transportation, a miracle under attack. Steve Gorham stresses impact of attempt to ban petroleum-fueled vehicles. A huge story. Uh, that was all in hour one. We continued that topic. It was so good. Kurt brought the topic up to the second hour. And we talked about the CEO, Elon Musk, foresees a profitable future fueled in part by a ride-hailing service made up by electric cars driven by robots. Do you guys see that? I don't. I don't think self-driving cars are uh, anytime close. They talk about it being here today. But a blind chick, go look at the videos on YouTube, a blind chick got in a Tesla Press the drive itself button and got in a wreck. How does that all work? Just saying. I guess there's a study out, too. Driving electric cars can be dirtier than using diesel engines. Yeah. Also, costly electric vehicles hardly do anything to help the environment. It'll actually come down to where on earth is the battery made, how is it made, and even where do we get our electric power from? These are people that are experts in electric vehicle uh, building saying this stuff. Henrik Fisker, I guess he's the CEO of a company that develops electric vehicles. Uh, he said that in a statement to Bloomberg, if you want to know where that comes from. The supply of lithium-ion batteries is expected to come from countries such as China, Germany, 
Poland, and Thailand. That's places where coal takes up a huge percent of their energy portfolio still. So really, it's no cleaner. It makes it burn around the United States when you drive around supposedly clean. But the toll comes out of the environment somewhere. Never forget that reality check, please. We talked about Engaged Tracking. That's a London-based research firm. They found in June that the production of Tesla vehicles may be just as bad for the environment as diesel or petrol-fueled cars. A study released by the Manhattan Institute in May reached similar conclusions. Electric car critics have also called out manufacturers for the amount of tax subsidies that they receive. So basically it's, uh, you know what, you're rich, you want to buy one of these nice electric vehicles, and the government subsidizes you. Now the poor are being fleeced via tax dollars by a government virtual gun, if you will. And then, hey, (laughs) poor rich guy gets subsidized by the taxpayer. That's a massive problem. But states are even suing the IRS. And the Treasury, because they got a salt cap under new tax law. It's not really salt like you're thinking. Not like that salt's your food. It's an acronym, right? For all kinds of state and local taxes and stuff like that. UN Climate Summit, UN Climate Summit to emit more CO2, believe it or not, than 8,200 homes do in a single year. And then they're going to help us with the environment, right? Mercedes unveils electric car. I guess a direct German challenge to Tesla. Time will tell how that goes. Bill Gates trying to build what he calls a smart city in Arizona. And uh, we talked about in Roseville, Michigan, a guy by the name of Taylor Trupiano. I guess he got a $128 ticket because he turned on his car in his driveway. It was freezing cold outside. Let the car warm up while he ran inside real quick. Well, they had a ticket on his car when he came back. Getting fined for warming up your car these days in America, ladies and gentlemen. Average used car price tops $20,000. Sets a record, says USA Today. Smart cars are inherently hackable. We finished on that topic uh, after we talked about a woman who learned the limits of her GPS as she found herself on the train tracks. Ouch, that isn't cool. Uh, anyway, long story short, folks, uh, an average used car now, twenty grand. An average brand new car costs now $37,000. That's a recap of the broadcast that took place yesterday. Still available online at LibertyRoundTable.com. Without further ado, our guest, Mr. Larry Pratt, talking about all things Liberty. Welcome back, brother. Well, it's good to be back. Good to be with you, Sam. And I really appreciate what you uh, you all are doing. I think the uh, the take on the news is pretty important. Uh, we can't rely on the folks that... Uh, uh, have for so long told us that they're the ones bringing us the news. Now they're they're bringing us. Uh, well, I think uh, the president has uh, given us a new term. They're bringing us all too often fake news. Amen to that. Kirk Crosby with us as well. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. I'm just going to start out by tossing the politically correct card aside and call Kurt a Frito, man. What do you say to that, Kurt? <laughs> that's what the, uh, what was the guy's name? Chris uh, Cuomo. Some, is it Cuomo? Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the big old family dynasty political Frito. group. This guy's a CNN guy as the revolving door continues. Hey, just put your kids in the media or politics or whatever else, a dynasty family. But I guess, I guess he was called Frito. CNN's Cuomo erupts, goes ballistic, 
Um, and the bottom line is he says it's a racial ethnic slur. How dare you call an Italian that? It's like a, what, a metallic? I guess a, calling somebody a Frito is like saying, hey, they're kind of like an Italian stupid little brother mafia kid. Kind of an idea. Um, that's kind of the problem about this whole thing. I don't, I don't really know exactly what all this means, uh, but I guess it comes from a movie, right, Larry? Evidently, it comes from a movie, but it's uh, not something invented by the movie, and <clears throat> you've already put your finger on it. It's a term that means the uh, dumb little brother. And, <laughs> well, there's Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, and then there's Frito, the uh, CNN talking head, and uh, it seems like it might be an appropriate term. He may be the dumb younger brother. Well, uh, hey, you know, sometimes the truth hurts. In fact, that's kind of what Donald did. Donald criticized the CNN host on Twitter, writing, quote, I thought Chris was Frito also. <laughs> um you know, I, I don't know what to say. This is uh, not a big deal, uh, Trump thought and everybody else thought. Well, here's the interesting thing about this debate. Um, he says, my name is Chris Cuomo. I'm a CNN host. Uh, how dare you call me this ethnic racial slur? Um, but here's the problem. There's a flashback. Chris Cuomo referred to himself as Frito in a radio interview. Mm. So how does this all work, man? I don't get it. Well, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what we call oops. Um, <laughs> these folks are so intent on making everything a racial issue. And if you have the slightest disagreement, uh, you're a racist. And uh, therefore, you've lost the argument. Uh, because otherwise, if they didn't inject that stupid term into the debate, into the discussion, they frequently would have no way to prevail in an argument. You know what I think I might do? I might just play some tunes from Uncle Cracker. You know <laughs> what I'm talking about? Kurt, do you know who Uncle Cracker is? No, I don't. I'm culturally illiterate. Do you know this, Kurt, who Uncle Cracker is? Uh, you know, I, I've heard the term Cracker, but I, I think it's probably not. Uh, have you ever heard that song, Follow Me, Everything Is All Right? Mm, I never heard so. that. All right, that's Uncle Cracker, man. So you got Uncle Cracker as kind of a music guy. Calling white people crackers is kind of, you know, like calling the N-word to a black guy or whatever. And kind of like calling Frito to a, an Italian guy. And, uh, you know, I, I don't even get all this stuff because all these terms are derogatory. I agree, Larry. And I personally don't think we should really use those terms, especially for people that aren't, you know, comfortable with the, the usage of that. But you when, know, you literally, when you literally are in a movie and that's kind of a what his position in the movie or whatever and then it gets kind of said that um it, it reminds me of uh, kind of calling madonna a virgin or something i mean it's it, what i mean is it's it's uh how do you say it it's par for the course how do you expect not to be called that right i mean what if you saw somebody and you're like oh there's the terminator what is that really a racial slur too uh, wh where do we draw the line here we, we've crossed it for sure when we get back let's have larry pratt and kirk cosby respond to this um, because I don't know that it was intended to be anything to do with race or ethnicity. Is the guy even Italian? Is he part of the mafia? That would be the next question. Is it like, hey, he's part of the, the Cuomo's a part of the mob? Maybe that's why they take such offense to it, eh? The lack of respect there, brother. Wait, can I say brother? Anyway, gotta have some respect. Hold on, folks. 
Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStreamLive is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. TalkRight, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right. All the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. TalkRight makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download TalkRight today from Google Play or the App Store. All right, Larry Pratt, incredible commentator, Sam Bushman and Kirk Cosby in the roundtable, breaking it down just for you, man. I'm telling you what, this term freedom now is a big old racial slur. But listen to this radio interview, folks. Just check this out. Well. Now it's playing the wrong thing. Wow. All right, I'll have to work on this, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, Chris basically calls himself a Frito. Uh, in a radio interview, it's like a mafia sound in a radio interview, too. So is it because it strikes too close to the heart that he's really like a mafia little brother or what, Larry? Sam, I think I heard that uh, that you're looking for to play. And he had a distinctive New York, maybe a Bronx accent. It sounded a lot more like one of the guys from the mob, you know. And uh, <laughs> it, right, it was like they were hamming it up and, and, and making fun of the whole mafia kind of connection and thing like that. And, and he's like, "What am I, Frito? Yeah, yeah, you're Frito." Kind of. Um, that's how it went down, right? <laughs> so now uh, all of a sudden uh, they can do it, but you and I can't. Um, and, of course, the president got in on the act. So that means, of course, it's radioactive and it has to be criticized because the president said something. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't even get it. Um, now, on one hand, you could say Donald fell right into the trap. On the other hand, I think Donald calls out the reality. He who wouldn't and, who wouldn't refer to somebody who's uh, been in those scenarios in that light it, it would you would think it would be a compliment if you played that character right 
Oh, yeah. I think the president might be giving him a, an example of what rope-a-dope is all about. The fighter that kind of goes into a standing field position, goes up against the ropes, the other guy's pounding on him, uh, but not really hurting him, and starts to get tired, and, and then the rope-a-doper all of a sudden explodes with a knockout punch. <laughs> it's just, wow. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to think about this except to say we're playing the public for suckers, though, because they know this is not a racial issue at all. They know that it's not. And I think what they're trying to do, Larry, is trying to make this a divide. Exactly. Exactly. What we hear so often today is, uh, well, that was racist. No, it's what they're saying when, when they say that was racist is uh I don't have any more arguments. Uh, you got me. So <laughs> I'm going to use the nuclear option. <laughs> All right, Kurt, do you want to chime in here? I, he called himself that. They had this mafia little parody kind of thing. And I, again, for some reason, I'm not, I'm not able to play this right now. Um, but all I'm saying is this. They were hamming it up when it was good time with the mafia buddies. And, you know, you kind of joke and say, are these guys really mafia? I mean, this is basically an inside government family forever tied into what, New York? <laughs> Are they really mafia? <laughs> it's hard to tell sometimes where the Democratic Party, the Socialist Party, the Communist USA Party, and the mafia merge, Larry. I know that sounds like a joke, but I'm being serious. Where on earth does this start and end? And I don't know. But their tactics are getting mafioso. Uh, hey, I'm going to throw you down the stairs and break your head open. <laughs> hey, it sounds like the, you know, uh, the unions. I, mean, I don't know where one ends and the other begins at this point. Kurt, what do you say? I think what we are is getting treated to a, uh, we're being treated to an, an inside look at the way these guys think. And it's not really very pretty uh, because they're all about control. That's what the Democrat Party is. They don't run on issues that appeal to the uh, large majority of the voters. And they are after control. And so if, if you don't like their idea of uh, uh, the Green New Deal, deal where uh, cows are not going to be permitted, uh, well, then you're just going to have to shut up. And we're going to make you shut up. You know you're here. <laughs> well, you know, Larry's got some great points. I think, um, you know, at least if you're talking about the mafia and the Democratic Party, um I mean, uh, look at the Clinton crime family. Look at the, uh, I mean, it's it's uh, kind of been that way forever. And I guess the Cuomos uh, are what you'd call a kind of lower level crime family, just kind of heading up New York and the CNN crowd, I guess. Good but point. It's uh, pretty crazy. Now, in the exchange that I'm telling you about, he says, Chris says, who am I, Frito? Cuomo yeah. asked in response. Yes, exactly, the host says. So you better be careful that your brother doesn't kiss you on both cheeks and then take you out in the middle of the lake, and then all of a sudden, where's Chris? <laughs> he kisses me plenty because he's a great big brother, Cuomo says. Okay, this is the kind of stuff we're talking about, though. Um, I don't know where to go here because African-Americans call each other the N-word all the time. Now these guys are calling each other Frito. Is the problem, hey, this isn't an Italian mob boss calling him Frito, so it's not a term of affection. It's a term of hate and vitriol. But yet if it was his big brother in the Italian mafia there, then it'd be all right. Kind of like brothers saying this to each other. What gives here? 
And and why don't we, instead of worrying about uh, some of these names that they've invented as uh, being radioactive, why don't we instead look at what the uh, the mob is all about? The mob is able to operate because government creates uh, artificial rigidity in the market, prices that are set too high, and so the mob comes in and supplies that product at a lower price, and that's how they've always operated. When booze was illegal, they sold booze uh, to people who wanted it, so the price was infinitely high. They come in and they offer it, uh, at least offer it, at a price, and uh, that's what uh, evidently got the mob started, uh, and it's been kind of that way for a long time. The government gets involved in setting prices on things, and you get people that are uh, of a criminal mind that'll say, "Well, and I can, I can uh, find a, a better price point than the government has," and uh, they're right sometimes, and and they've got themselves a going business. So well, then it also it's continues actually, when the government has all kinds of alphabet agencies that are criminal enterprises. It's hard to know, hey, who do you want to be a, a, a who do you want to have, or whose sites do you want to be in? The mafia or the IRS? You know, I mean, I'd probably rather take my chances on the mafia. You can almost deal with the mafia better than with the IRS. <laughs> At least the mafia, I might be able to appeal to their respect and say, listen now. Uh, whereas with the IRS, they're just like, respect ain't nothing. You can't get out of dealing with them no matter, no matter what you try. But they're both criminal enterprises, and this is the problem. We trace this to the FBI, the way they treated the Bundys and got caught. The judge melted down and said this is insane. Uh, the uh, The IRS... Wow, the FBI folks in this case are kind of criminal. They lied on the stand. They perjured themselves. They made up evidence. They uh, and we we got to dismiss this case out of hand. Who's worse, the IRS, the FBI, or the mafia? And another IRS um, uh, depredation was occurring un under the Obama administration with Lois Lerner at the IRS, who was uh, denying a tax status to various nonprofit organizations, keeping them from operating because they couldn't get the tax status that they needed uh, to operate. So, what do you call it? What do you call a dumb younger sister, Frida? And I'm just, I, I don't mean to be, I, I'm just saying, it's a, this is just, and here's the problem. Here's the reason that I bring all this up. This is spilling into violence, though. While they joke about, uh, you know, hey, kissing them on both cheeks and letting them disappear in the lake, and that kind of comes forward, you've literally got Jeffrey Epstein in what? Prison, controlled by the Justice Department and the feds, and somehow he just winds up dead and they say oh he did it to himself no evidence no proof they just all of a sudden say it was a suicide right out of the gate without even an investigation and he was threatening to blow the whistle on some of the uh, uh, high and mighty that had been visiting his Lolita Island. And I think maybe that was uh, something that alarmed them. You're not supposed to do that. Uh, you're, we're we're going to put a stop to that. Uh, that's my take on it. And so He even said a couple of weeks ago that somebody was trying to kill him, though. What, what about that? And you just come out and say it was a suicide for sure, and we know. Never mind the fact that the guards lied in the logs and nobody showed up to even check on the guy. We know it was suicide and there's no need for investigation? Isn't that where we are? They uh, have created uh, enough doubt that uh, this is not going to go away anytime soon. Um, so it's, uh, uh, I think we're, uh, we're dealing with, uh, the, well, at least maybe two criminal enterprises. We've been talking about the mafia, but then we're, we're also talking about rogue elements of our government. Uh, and Epstein may have fallen afoul, maybe not of the mafia, but of uh, some of those rogue elements 
in the government. We're talking about all those things, but we're also talking about, you know, in my opinion, where does mafia end and government begin? And you say, why do you say that, Sam? And my response is because Freedom Watch just emailed. This is um, Freedom Watch to Larry Clayman and crew, and they're literally saying this. Freedom Watch opens up investigation of Epstein. Murder. Now, this is Larry Clayman saying this kind of stuff. Kurt, I'm sending you the details so we can go over these after the break here. Um, but Larry Clayman literally calling it a murder right out of the gate. And so uh, the narrative is different depending on who you are. But my point is this is all spilling over into violence. Big time. We're talking about dead people like Seth Rich. You can't talk about him. You talk about dead people like, you know, Jeffrey Epstein might turn out to be like a JFK. We'll never get the answers. Um, what's going on around here? Has the government completely turned over to a criminal enterprise ruled by rogue agents? Larry Pratt with us. Liberty Roundtable Live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The latest on the apparent suicide of sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein in a cell at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in Manhattan last weekend. There are reports today that two staffers who were assigned to watch Epstein in that federal lockup ended up sleeping for most of the time. They were supposed to be guarding him, and then they falsified records. Steel was dead. Your business was dead. President Trump speaking there to workers at an energy plant near Pittsburgh, PA, where yesterday he spoke about the ongoing trade war with China. Your business was dead. And I put a little thing called a 25% tariff on all of the dump steel all over the country. And now your business is thriving. Trump also going on to complain about a trade imbalance with Japan. And this is USA Radio News. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses. And you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. To thank you for helping build my pillow into the big company that it's become, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO, has created the new radio listener special. Go to mypillow.com, click on the new radio listener special, use my promo code USA, and you can get deep discounts on the new body pillow, on regular my pillow, the travel pillow, the Giza Dreams bed sheets, lots of savings there. MyPillow.com, use promo code USA and save on everything on the website. Dayton, Ohio authorities say police definitely prevented more people from being shot when a gunman opened fire in an entertainment district recently killing nine people. They say the shooter shot a total of 26 people in just 30 seconds before police fired on him, leading him to ultimately fatally shoot himself. More on the case now from USA Radio's Tim Berg. 
Dayton, Ohio Police Chief Richard Beal is claiming there is no evidence that the mass murderer obtained the weapons used to kill nine people and moon 17 others illegally. The police chief also says there's no evidence to indicate the murderer's companion knew in advance what he planned to do. Does not seem to be an indication that he was aware. The Philadelphia Orchestra and the San Francisco Opera have canceled scheduled performances by Placido Domingo as they're waiting for the outcome of a sexual harassment investigation. But the Metropolitan Opera in New York says the 78-year-old will be performing as scheduled there next month. And this is USA Radio News. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, people are just throwing out F-bombs, man. People are saying Frito everywhere now. This is crazy. New F-word going on, Kurt. Frito, baby. Speaking of that, though, uh, Larry Clayman over at Judicial, well, I guess it's Freedom Watch now, opens an investigation of what he calls Epstein murder. This is a well-known attorney that's taken on some of these big-time cases in the past. He says Bill and Hillary Clinton number one suspects, Kurt. Well, I got to agree with him, Sam, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, the Clinton body count thing, I thought was pretty amazing. They they say that that was uh, trending pretty big uh, when uh, Epstein got in there on uh, Twitter. And then uh, somehow over the weekend, uh, you know, they had the Trump body count thing trending and yet uh, President Trump's son, uh, Donald Trump Jr., said, What's up with that, man? It's got just so few little tweets. Well, they're basically suppressing one and promoting the other. That's what they do to manipulate the results. That's right. And in this uh, piece from uh, Judicial Watch, uh, you know, it says, Dear fellow, excuse me, Freedom Watch, uh, Dear fellow patriot, freedom fighter and patriot, the apparent murder of Jeffrey Epstein last weekend, a felon who along, most of us know a little bit about this, but they call it, they say it was likely a mafia hit. Uh, number one user and abuser of Epstein's evil was, of course, former President Bill Clinton, who, for just starters, it's known, traveled on Epstein's private plane with underage girls at least 23 times. Um, then he talks about the uh, Lewinsky scandal, etc. Uh, says, during the Clinton years and thereafter, Bill and Hillary Clinton committed over 40 scandals, ranging from Chinagate to Filegate to travel gate the irs gate and ron brown gate i mean it it does get a little uh lengthy doesn't it and uh now uh, they say uh and in the course of my hard-hitting cases this is larry clayman uh against the clintons when i deposed linda tripp who who had worked with vince foster in the clinton white house and the two whistleblowers who uh, exposed the first Hillary Clinton email scandal where about a, a million emails implicated the uh, implicating the Clintons in crimes were suppressed from production to me at Judicial Watch independent counsel Ken Starr in Congress a list of these 80 plus dead persons were left on the chairs of Miss Tripp and the whistleblowers among other material witnesses anyway it's rather hey, long I got and a it's question. detailed but did yeah. they send Frito after Jeffrey uh, Larry well, you wonder, you know, that's uh, something that might have happened, you know. <laughs> See, this is just, on one hand, it's insane. 
On the other hand, you know, they want to act like we're conspiracy theorists with no leg to stand on for the discussion. But everything points to foul play. I don't know what the answers are. I don't know who. I don't know if it's the mafia. I don't know if it's Bill and Hillary. I don't know if it's Frito or just some, you know, I don't know if it's government. I don't know if it's the Mossad. I don't, I don't know who. But I'm telling you right now, there's foul play. And no matter what the answer is, we're getting a cover-up. That, I think, is beyond debate. To come out and say he committed suicide that quickly without an even investigation to know, hey, if the real um, guards weren't there, who was there, uh, without even trying to figure any of that out, they just came out the second he died and said, hey, suicide going on, done, uh, stick a fork in it. Uh, what? I don't get it, unless it's I a cover-up. I heard that the metal, medical examiner has actually issued a final report. No, they're waiting on more information, whatever that means. This proves yeah, my it, point, though, right? How do you come out and say it's a suicide when the... Uh, corner or the, whatever you want to say is, is uh, saying we got to have more information right now and what more information could they be seeking well it uh, it seems that they have made it so that there's more questions at the moment than there are answers and uh, once again uh, somebody that was an fob a friend of bill uh, ends up having had a difficult life experience boy howdy <laughs> anyway, Kurt, do you have more to say on this one? That's a big old long article from Larry Clayman and crew. But when you have a well-known attorney like Larry Clayman, who uh, was partially responsible for making sure that the Monica Lewinsky case was covered and that there was serious, you know, now Larry Clayman on this one, but to literally come out and say um, the murder um, of Epstein murder, for an attorney to come out that big, that bold, that quick, there must be more here than meets the eye, Larry. Well, it certainly uh, tells me that they haven't answered all the questions. And uh, for somebody that was in such a controlled environment where El Chapo was kept before he was finally sent out to the Supermax, uh, they put him there, the, the Mexican drug lord that they captured. Uh, if it was good enough to keep him under wraps, you would think that a convicted uh, sex pervert might be somebody they could handle in that same uh, lockup situation. So, uh, not to mention a ton of money ties and tied to all kinds of politicians. Chapo never had that kind of a tie to politicians, at least not to the same magnitude. How did this Epstein state. character get the float that he got and the connections that he got and everything else? Uh, right. If he was just trafficking in this sex stuff or whatever, or he was basically sent as a man to compromise politicians, he certainly had connections at the highest levels. Yeah, he did. And I think they, uh, they've they got themselves a real mess here. They, uh, they've got an oops. The, the, the nicest thing you can say about this is that here is this uh, Metropolitan Correction Center, which is supposed to be the place where everything is locked down and tight and kept decently in an order. And something like this happens uh, at a minimum. It says... You guys aren't so good after all. That's well, unless they're so good that we can mock them for their incompetence, but the reality is they're so good they're pulling this off, and they won't, um, they won't leave any trace to where we can really pin the tail on the donkey, and they'll just simply mock and laugh and go away, and, and they really did their dirty work so well that we can mock them for incompetence while they're getting away with the crime. And uh, it, it almost seems to me like it was done too good. It'll be a JFK scenario where we'll never get to the bottom of it.
Well, that's certainly a possibility. When, and when you're dealing with government, uh, they have uh, a lot of power, a lot of money, and a lot of people that uh, they can involve to keep things uh, quiet. Um, Lyndon Johnson was good at that, and many others uh, throughout the course of our history have been uh, good at that. And uh, I just don't think we need to rush to a conclusion. Maybe we'll uh, get more information on this yet. We'll see. Uh, but there's a lot of money uh, that uh, these folks have access to. And it may be that whoever was involved, the little munchkins that might have been involved in what might have happened that was might have been different from the official uh, story, uh, they can be bought to keep their mouth closed. Uh, and you don't want to end up like uh, Jeffrey Epstein anyway, do you? You're a shame. Yeah, you don't want to end up like your brother in the lake there now, do you? <laughs> uh, now, the other question that I have is if, if Chris Cuomo played this Frito character, and if that term is a racial slur or an ethnic slur, then by playing that character, wouldn't you be the ultimate in racial slurs? Or you would refuse to play the character in the first place, wouldn't you? Absolutely. And, you know, I, I grew up in an area with a lot of Italian people, and there were words that I heard that were racial slurs directed at Italians. But uh, uh, I never heard this word used. I never heard it used and certainly never heard it used as a racial slur. Uh, so I, I think we're just being uh, treated to, okay, we're not going to discuss that. And if you bring up that word, that makes you a racist and therefore uh, end of discussion. Maybe it's just a great way to just focus on Chris and the feud between Chris and Donald and, and whoever else in the middle of it, CNN. And maybe it's just nothing more than a, than a ratings play. Let's just distract the public with the ratings push. Uh, let's promote CNN. Let's promote Donald. Let's promote Chris. Let's promote Frito. Let's promote racism. Let's promote the hatred of white supremacy. And let's leave this Jeffrey Epstein thing alone. Right. I think that's a, certainly a possibility, and um, I, I think we're perhaps uh, one possibility is that we're watching an example of the government and people with lots of money uh, being able to, as you say, distract and get us off on another tangent. And uh, uh, what are you talking about uh, when we want to bring it up later on? Uh, uh, oh, that's old news. And while we're looking the other way, they're going to steal the ball. And if we're not careful, they're going to hammer dunk for gun control, sir. That's the thing that really concerns me. The president is uh, is fixing to do a George Bush the first. Remember how he said, uh, no new taxes, read my lips? Well, then he gave us new taxes. And we did read his lips, and we beat him in the next election, and he didn't get elected again. Uh, and... Frankly, I'm concerned that uh, uh, our President Trump may do the same thing um, with this, uh, uh, this push for an expansion of the background check, which has never been successfully hardly ever to solve a crime and stop a crime. All right, hang tight. Kirk Cosby, Sam Bushman, Larry Pratt on the roundtable. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, hard-hitting talk, isn't it? Do we have our free speech, or are we just going to be shut down because we... Amen. I like Fritos. The chips as well. Liberty Roundtable Live. You like Italian food? Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? 
Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't gonna happen. By a friend of Medjugorje, whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, it ain't gonna happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming out with a Frito burrito. It's going to be a burrito, uh, but it's going to have a shell that tastes like Fritos. How do you like that? All right, Kirk Crosby with me. The the murder of Jeffrey Epstein is serious, Larry Clayman says, and he wraps up his uh, expose on this, or if you will, uh, Kurt. Well, that's right, Sam. And he uh, he says, uh, we must finally bring the Bonnie and Clyde of American politics to justice and have them locked away for the rest of their despicable lives. Only freedom and Larry Clayman, yours truly, will hold them legally accountable, peace, peacefully and legally, fearlessly, without restraint. He says, I will not sell out and I will not take a dive like our so-called Attorney General. This investigation and any ensuing indictment, prosecution and convictions of the Clintons will not be cheap, but very costly. Please, therefore, you know, then he then he wants a donate donation. Us. Yeah. Now, what I find interesting about this is I don't believe this one's Bill and Hill. Now, I do believe Bill uh, was like a little kid in a candy store when he got on the, uh, you know, Lolita sex plane with little girls. Uh, what, 23 times, according to Larry Clayman, 26, 27 times, according to other news sources. And, uh, you know, he said he had Secret Service with him, but he lied and he didn't. And there's little girls on the manifest. Uh, there's Bill Clinton on the manifest. There's Jeff Epstein on the manifest. There's OK, so there, there's no doubt that uh, there's involvement. But I don't believe Bill and Hillary are, are top dogs in this. I think that. That uh, they're bottom feeders in, in many ways. I think this goes even way beyond that to international sex trafficking uh, is what I think. And the reason that they killed him is because they want to jettison all ties to the money trail, jettison all ties to the real players in this thing. Um, 
Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, and, I, and I'm not saying that I don't believe that Bill and Hillary deserve prosecution for their crimes, because they do, but I think they're the bottom feeders in this discussion. What do you say, Larry? Well, Sam, I think we are looking at a, an, an example, a very likely possible example, of the abuse of power and whether uh, Clinton – it does appear that Clinton was just a uh, – what, what would we say, a, a client – uh, he wasn't the uh, the organizer of of these trips. That was at least that was Epstein, and and indeed, it's, I guess it's possible as as you're suggesting that Epstein was just a um, uh, a player allowed to play on the stage, and when his utility uh, disappeared, and and frankly, I think when he got himself in big trouble was when he started in jail uh, threatening to say, "Well, I know." Uh, who some of the players are, uh, and uh, I'm going to I'm going to be singing. Well, he's not singing anymore, uh, and whether he committed suicide or whether somebody suicided him, uh, we maybe still don't know the answer. And we might never know. And I guess the canary, um, I guess, met its demise in the coal mine, huh? Um, one way or t'other, uh, one way or t'other, that canary ain't going to sing no more. So, uh, that, but you know, it's been such a, a scandal. And uh, when I, I was reading a description of when they get these young girls, perhaps even 12 years old, and they truly are slaves. Um, this is something that is so ugly, and uh, these folks with money that uh, take advantage of them, uh, and Epstein apparently was a player in that. So, uh, you know, what, however he may or may not have been a victim, uh, he was a guy that had, did, had done some terrible things to girls as young as 12 years old. And uh, from what one chap was saying uh, from South Africa, I saw an interview with him, um, he he was describing this because his own sister had been kidnapped and was involved in this sex trade uh, as a girl uh, until she was about a young woman and was able to finally escape. Well, they don't all escape. I think some of them end up, uh, as we were talking earlier, uh, swimming with the fishes. Now, listen to this, though. Headline for the New York Times says this. Milk, cereal, and massages, uh, I guess, in Epstein's Florida home, NYT, New York Times. Uh, so the media is highlighting this big time to incense the public, to get people really angry, to stir people up. You know, I don't know what the agenda is unless it's distraction. Uh, but the um, promotion of sex ever since the Bill Clinton days seems to have just permeated everything. And it's getting more and more and more and more uh, in your face, more and more and more. Um, I don't know what you say, out of step with society, more and more and more egregious. First, it was just women that were bimbo eruptions. Now it's little girls that are 12 eating cereal. Um, around the table uh, in between trysts with the elite, Bill Clinton, chief among them. I mean, I don't even know how to go with this discussion except to say they've got an agenda to push this for some reason. Well, they, they use this power that they're able to get with money and with government connections, and some of them obviously 
seem to use it for uh, a lot of abuse of people. Uh, the, the idea that you would have a slave, a 12-year-old girl, a 14, 16, 18-year-old girl, uh, and just keep her in a slavery for the pleasure of some uh, pervert, be it a Jeffrey Epstein or somebody else, uh, that... Um, uh, that's really pretty horrible uh, to even think about, and uh, it's still going on. Uh, just because Epstein uh, got taken out of the picture or took himself out of the picture, that doesn't stop uh, this this basic situation that was going on. Uh, and it went, to circle back to Clinton, uh, I think you've correctly pointed out he was just a bit player in this himself. Uh, he was just taking advantage of people that were given to him, if you will. Um, he didn't have to go to the trouble of uh, driving by and, and saying, hey, uh, uh, you want to spend the evening? You want some candy, little girl? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, th- this uh, this has really given us a, a little glimpse at an very ugly part of life uh, that seems to go on even here in our country. But as that South African that I mentioned a minute ago was saying, it happens in South Africa. His own sister was kidnapped and put into this. And apparently that's how a lot of these young girls uh, get involved in this. It's not as if they, they decide, oh, gee, I can make a lot of money this way and I'll I'll go ahead and do that. No, they get kidnapped and uh, they're lucky if they can escape with their lives. Well, there you have it. And I don't know where this really ends up or where this goes, but I don't believe they'll get to the bottom of it all. I believe it the whatever the case was, the Jeffrey Epstein death certainly uh, creates a, a, a surgical strategic removal of the ability to get to most of the answers on this thing. I believe that for sure. Well, whether he did it himself or somebody did it to him, indeed, <laughs> that whatever information he was going to provide uh, is no longer going to be provided. Although apparently uh, some of his, a lot of his documents have been made available. Are we going to see what was in those? Are we going to see who he might have mentioned in these documents? Huh. Well, no. In fact, the FBI is literally going to gag order it all, aren't they? Uh, it wouldn't be the first time. And then that puts the FBI right in the spot of criminal cover-up, doesn't it? Well, it might well be, and that would be a shame because their reputation seems to be taking hit after hit after hit. And if they get involved in something as sordid as this, with the destruction of lives of young girls, oh my. Uh, Now, the media playing a big role in this, too, in the manipulation. I don't believe they're getting to the bottom of it. I don't think they're covering it well. Uh, Even after Jeffrey Epstein became a convicted felon a basically child uh, molester or abuser, whatever you want to call it. His stature grew with the media and grew with the elite from, what, 2008, 2006, whenever, uh, 2010, depending on when you talk about it, the start of the case or the end of the case. Uh, his stature grew with all these people between then and now his death. That's interesting. But now the media fires back and said Donald Trump has lied an average of 13 times a day since becoming president. That's according to the Washington Post. Well, what uh, is insane. What I found the media describes as a lie is where they don't agree, and since they can't uh, prove uh, by argument with facts and logic that uh, what the president said wasn't true, then they say that's a lie. Well, when the president says that somebody is proposing a socialist measure, 
um, that's uh, actually something that often is provably correct, and they don't like being called out on what they're doing. Well, how many times a day does the media lie? I think almost everything they tell us is a lie. Um, they wouldn't know the truth, perhaps, if it smacked them in the face, um, because, yeah, I, I'm afraid that's true, Sam. There's, they, they're just so used to saying whatever they uh, find in their own advantage, and if it's true, well, that's fine, but if it's not true, who cares? What do you say to all that, Kurt? Well, you know, I mean, just just look at how much could be done in the effort to make America great again and the world better if we didn't have these now I don't really call them side issues but I mean there's so much that the president and uh, of course the Congress if they actually would work on good things could be doing uh, to free us and to uh, you know I mean make those 30,000 pages of regulations that the president's uh, gotten rid of and the, a whole bunch more that the BLM have gotten rid of you know they could seem uh, diminutive uh, or in other words we could be a lot closer to the way it was when uh, George Washington you know started I'd sure place. like to get there but while we battle over calling people Fritos uh, I don't know if you can call somebody a Frito, but you can't call somebody a burrito. I'm uh, just kind of wondering, because, you know, or calling people the N-word or calling people a cracker or anything else. None of those things are good. We ought to dial back the rhetoric. But what's fascinating is while that's happening, dead men don't talk. Government's uh, up to its eyeballs in this uh, at a failure at the least. Criminal activity uh, to some degree. Literally attorneys with pretty good clout calling it a murder already. The government saying it was a suicide without even the coroner's report back. While all that goes on, Hillary walks free. There's innocence in prison like Steve Stockman and Lois Lerner runs free. Uh, and while this is all going on, you and I are titillated with this stuff while they plan to take away our Second Amendment, uh, whether it be, you know, red flag laws, whether it be uh, background checks, whether it be whatever the case may be. We got to do something to make sure that they don't slam dunk or hammer dunk a three pointer while we're just asleep on the other end, Larry. This is critical, uh, in, in my opinion, when it comes to gun control. They've never been so close to getting their goal than now. Uh, it does sound as if um, uh, the opposition in the ruling class is beginning to uh, come apart, and the president uh, sounds like he's ready to go along. Uh, my. My assumption is, uh, not being really on top of this, but the, the votes are there in the House because the Democrats have the majority. Uh, so they're likely to pass uh, these measures. I'm going to go to the Senate, and the Senate hopefully will have a filibuster that can kill it. That's our prayer, ladies and gentlemen, because we believe in the right to keep and bear arms, and it'll never make any sense to take guns away from the good guys. Anytime a bad guy goes ballistic with a gun, it's a good guy that stops them. We just need more good guys, that's all. Isn't that the most common-sense viewpoint we can have? I humbly think so. Uh, not because it's mine, but because it's the Founding Fathers, and I subscribe to that view. Larry Pratt, Godspeed, sir. Thank you. 
Thank you, Sam. Really appreciate being with you. There he goes, doing a phenomenal job always on your radio. Sam Bushman, Kirk Crosby, and Larry Pratt. Broadcasting live, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. The archives are always available at libertyroundtable.com, and so is the donation link if you have the heart to help. For Sam, Kurt, and Larry, we declare we the people. Along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic. Please get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.